Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons & Dragons. Well, we have to keep going east, right, Glim? Yeah, we've got to keep going. I mean, if you guys are ready to keep heading towards our destiny, then... The next stop you might want to make is uh, getting you back on the main uh, tradeway, which would be Scornoobal. Well, let's go back to that message board, because I bet they're like, caravan leaving, need guards. Seems like a reasonable place to start. Now, okay, now look, usually there's like an interview process. Oh, do you know Hillop? You you know Hillop. Well, we, we guarded his caravan for a little while. Do you recognize them? They don't seem to like us. Just be prepared. You might be earning double the wage today if it goes sideways. All of them let out cries of pain as you see their skin begin to bubble and their clothes begin to melt away. Sully looks at the scroll, looks at his finger, rolls the scroll back up slowly... <laughs> And puts it in his bag and then whistles the down in the West Bayroom town of Alteria. Don't know if I'm going to have enough for that one, but we'll see when we get there, okay, everybody? Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons, we're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Amy Moore. I knew you'd say my name. Say my name, say my name. Uh, my name is Sullivan Slight. And Carla Maxted. <laughs> that's me, and I play Glim. And Tom Laird. Uh, that's me, I play Moot, and feeling a little trepidatious because we have a guest star, and last time he was on the podcast, You're feeling trepidatious. Yeesh. <laughs> yeah, we have a guest today that everybody's very hesitant for, and I don't know why, because he's such a lovely person from the end of time and other bothers in Alba Salix, it's Sean Howard. Yay! And I'm playing Tiamat. No, I'm not. <laughs> 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 No, we wanted you to come back as Tiamat, but it was it was hard no. Too soon. Too soon, mm-hmm. too soon. I was told. I gotta wait forty more episodes before we You're go. also not you, yeah, you you're too small of a morsel right now. Yeah. That's fair. It's true. It's just baby characters. Um where Let's see this. I'm ready for this yeah, amazing transition. transition. It's going to be Something so about good. babies. That was smooth. That was really smooth. Ooh. Yeah, I'm a professional. Where I am a professional is over on Patreon. No, that's terrible. That's <laughs> awful. But Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. What do we have over there? Somebody else who knows what we're doing tonight? We have so much bonus content. It's crazy. Wall to wall. Some of Floor it in- to ceiling. Some of it involves Sean because he's been on the show before. It's true. And facing fade is over there. It's so good. See, Sean knows. Sean Why knows can't I up? know? I don't even know what I do. <laughs> and every episode, we dedicate it to a patron. <laughs> like today's See, episode. See, Sean's got the whole thing down. 
You know what? Nobody else knows which patron we're dedicating it to, though, so I got that covered. Today's I bet Amy Jonathan Smorgasborg. Way to go, Jonathan. Like Thank I can you. can read his writing. <laughs> oh, that's true. Today's episode is dedicated to Stevie. Thanks, Stevie. I'm assuming Miss Nix. Oh, Stevie. The only two-time rock and roll Hall of Fame entrance for a woman. I was thinking Stevie from Schitt's Creek. Oh, also Stevie. That's a good Stevie. Stevie Bud, fictional character from Mm -hmm. a television show. Yes, please. I love it when fictional characters listen to us. I'm going to throw you all for a loop with the spelling of this one. S-T-E-A-V-E-E. Oh, I love it so much. I like it. Phonetic, but interesting. Yep. Mm. As sweet as Stevia. Thank you, Stevie. But now, fuck it, let's play D&D. Previously, you fine folks were en route out east. You had exploded a, a, a thief's caravan with a poison orb. <laughs> yeah, Amy sure did. And some fire breath. There was a lot of things that happened, um, and you had made it to your destination, which was Scornubel, where you were headed further east, but needed to hire a guide of sorts. And now we find you with that guide aboard a river raft. That guide's name is Gru. Gru is rather suave, uh, blonde hair, uh, five foot nine, human, rather not... Like s- narrow build, uh, not overly stocky or anything. Uh, sharp nose, um, rather well dressed, um, but the clothes look a little weathered. And you're going upstream into Whitewater Rapids, being propelled by magic. The boat is being tossed back and forth, waves are crashing up and over, and you hear a crack as the boat hits a rock. Sully vomits over the side of the, the raft. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. No big deal. Nothing to worry about, everyone. Should we be worried about that loud crack sound? Are we... Are we submerged? Are we, like, sinking? No, it's still going. Okay. Water appears to be coming up into the boat, though. Okay. You said it was a raft. Raft. It's a raft boat. Yeah, I heard of these before. It's uh, called a rope for short. I used to make these. Um, I was a rotary. Yeah, yeah, see, you know what I'm talking about. This is totally normal. We're, we're totally safe. I'm just going to press these switches here. Do something. Yeah, you press the switches, and everybody else hears... It's an electronic rafts. Yeah. <laughs> I guess everybody like else hears switches, like, right? Like, yeah. just explosions of... Not explosions, but loud noises. <laughs> um, As he lets loose the cannon. Of, like... Of like magical pulses that just start going off and shooting the raft. One makes it go up higher. The other one shoots something down to the ground, and there's a tiny explosion that goes off. I just working out the bugs. That's all. Do we actually know what the switches do? Yeah, of course we know what the switches do. Of course. What do you think I am? I'm a guide. Ha. Just, just gonna. Uh, I'll just leave those alone now. So where is it exactly that we're gonna end up here? Uh, on the shore. That's a good start. Moments later, you fall from the sky and crash land at the shore of the river. You've been traveling the air. from about two days. Ah, there we go. Just dust yourselves off. We are, like I said, we're on the shore. Did I say we're going to be on the shore? We're on the shore. You said we were going to be on the shore. I got to give you full credit, Gru. 
Sully crawls off the craft and like hugs the ground. I missed you. How how you doing, buddy? I could uh why don't I why don't I help you out a little bit? You're not you're not looking so good. You know, I'm just used to a little more um <clears throat> uh finesse to my traveling, you know. It's uh it's a little it's a little rough. I'm going to uh like stroke his back gently and if he has suffered any damage use some of my like lay on hands pool to bring him back to full health Russ hasn't said you were down hit points but you know no, what he's like he'll just say nice. it in like 25 minutes or something that's right remember when you lost 15 of those hit points during that crazy <laughs> whitewater rafting that you did you only have 15 hit points I know oh. yeah, that sounds about right <laughs> I think Glim I feel feel a lot better you look around and you find yourself on the edge of a forest. Um, you've been traveling south from Scornubel um, with the intent to head to Burdusk, which wraps around this forest that you're traveling around following the river. So the forest in the, is in the middle of Burdusk? No, Burdusk is on the other side of the forest. But you, rather than traveling through the forest, were convinced to travel down the river by Gru. Well, here we are, due east. We just got a little bit further to Badusk. Okay, so just through the forest now, or? Yeah, I think uh, there's a road around here somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah, look, there it is, right there. Well, you gotta walk now? Yeah, are you gonna be okay, Sully? Well, yeah, but it's just... Yeah, okay, I guess we can walk. I suppose we could, like, build the raft, take it apart, and build it into a wagon or something, I... Never really thought about that, um. Well, it's been years since I've done any wagoneering, but, uh... No, no, like, well, let's hoof it. Let's get a little bit of exercise, you know. Get those legs moving after being stuck on the raft for, for a few days. It'll it'll feel good after a while. Yeah. I'm just gonna disable, I mean, just, uh, park the raft so no one else uses it. I mean, so nobody follows us. I mean, for no reason. He's one shady character. I kind of like him. You head... Uh, due east into the forest, following the road, which was there. Um, and the further in you go, the the road becomes overgrown. Bushes and vines and trees seem like this road hasn't been traveled in quite a long time. So this is the way, Gru? Are you... You've been this way before... Yeah, 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 of course. Of course, yeah. Not a lot of people go to Badusk, you know. What a silly name. I was uh, I was under the impression that Badusk was a, a fairly big city um, that many people traded in. And just uh, I was just wondering, I thought we took the raft down that crazy fucking river so that we didn't have to go through this forest. Is that not? Yeah, because, yeah. Well, oh, look. Hey, look, look, a good, good place for us to camp. Ah, good, good camp spot right here, right off the side of the road. What time of day is it right now? <laughs> noon. <laughs> it's noon. <laughs> I'm- you can never camp too early. You never know when you're going to find another good spot. Look, there's a stream. All right, it's the river we came down, but you know, it's a good spot. Does anyone else start to get the feeling that Gru maybe doesn't know what he's doing? I don't have a lot of faith in his guiding abilities, but he's so fun. Just seems sort of worth it, you know, to just to be on the ride with him. Well, you guys are feeling it's like, have you, 
You guys didn't drink any of that river water, did you? I mean, like y- purposely. Yes. <laughs> well, there was a lot of splashing. Some maybe got in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Just saying, normally where there would be level-headedness and um, and uh, good judgment calls, uh, <laughs> I feel like maybe that is now not the case. We have role reversed, and I feel like I'm a little bit out of my depth here. Um, you feel like we're like chomping your flavor a little bit. What does that even mean? <laughs> Glim, where'd you learn to talk like that? Oh, Mo, you teach her that? There's this guy in my Zumba class and he's been teaching me all these fun phrases and I just was trying it out. It didn't, it seemed, seemed awkward saying it, but you know, we were, we're, we're being more like you and it's making you uncomfortable. Yes, and that also gives me reason to pause. Uh, but we don't have time for that. Apparently, we're setting up camp. I mean, I don't think we have to set up camp. I think we can I got keep... the best spot here for you two, and I got another good spot for you. Look, I gathered some kindling here. Uh, I mean, a good spot's a good spot, I... but we can keep walking for a little bit and see yeah. if we find another. Yeah, okay, fine. Don't listen to me. Let's walk. Okay, it's on you. Just remember, it's on you. All right, let's go. Walk it on. Okay. <laughs> Maybe... <laughs> Maybe the road will open up after we get past some of some of this overgrown bit here. How how far is it to produce crew? Oh, it's a it's a ways, you know. It's, I don't quite remember. It's been a while. You know, I was a kid when we went with my pa. <laughs> you know, but but it's a ways. You know, I'm sure it's just uh, I'm just gonna fight my way through. The brush is getting a little thick here. Was anyone else under the impression that he'd been there well, recently yeah, and yeah, knew the way? Previously, he said, "Oh yeah." I've been there lots. I know the way. I know the way. Where you go and come back, I know the way. So I know the way. I do. I know the way. Look, I look. I see another spot ahead. I'm gonna go up to it. Uh, you guys catch up. I feel like I'm hazy on it, but our interview process for this hiring. We need to ask better questions. I think we, do. we need to not drink when we do it, though. I think that might mm-hmm. really be the part that, that got us. It. Do you think he has any relation to that famous grew with all the minions? Maybe. Something to keep in mind. You see Gru walking up ahead to a clearing that he sees. um, And the three of you notice that it's near a large vine-covered cave. Hey, look at this! This protection from the rain! I'll go check it out! Um, does it seem to be like a cloudy day? No, it's quite sunny. Okay. I I nod at Gru and just like, yeah, buddy, you ch- you check that cave out. I think I felt a sprinkle. You guys, I'm not entirely sure that he's totally with it, you know? What if he's brought us out to the middle of the woods to murder us or something? I mean, maybe, but why would he want to? He seems like maybe he doesn't have it in him. Also, he just seems really gung-ho about everything, and I don't really feel like that's murderer material. Unless it's about murdering. Murderers are oh. so gung-ho about murdering. That's, okay, that, yeah. That is true, yeah. We cut to Gru inside the cave, and you kind of clear the vines away. There's a small trickle of stream that kind of runs out. Um, and you give a listen, and you hear like a low, like deep-breathing growl coming from deeper within the cave. Yo, okay, Gru's out of here. That was good enough. Okay, hey, guys. <laughs> How you doing? It's a nice cave. Uh, yeah, I don't think we need to stop here, though. Let's keep moving. Yeah, it's, look, it's noon. What am I doing? It's not even raining. Okay. So was there something in the cave? or I'm guessing bugbear. 
That was my yeah. No, I don't know. Nothing. No, nothing in the cave. You know, I was just uh, I was just looking in. It was fine. Not a big cave. Nothing to look at. Well, you just keep moving here. You know, I'm just gonna start down the path here. I'm gonna get you all. I said, did I say? Gru said he promised he's gonna get you the beer, beer or something. Burdu, burdu, bur, I don't know. Whatever it was, I was gonna get you there. I'm gonna get you there. How much are we are paying we going this to the man? Wrong place? Yeah, I just. I mean, I'm all for a little side adventure, but are we are are we paying this man in money? I don't remember. He told us he just wanted to do it for the experience, didn't he? That should oh, have been, that a sign. been the first. Yeah, yeah, that's a red flag oh. right there. That's our bad right there. That yeah. is, yeah, that's on us. But you know what? We'll we'll go to the next town, and maybe it'll be produced, and maybe not. But we can figure out where to go after that once we're there. There will be someone there that probably knows how to get to produce. Right? And if we get lost in this forest forever, we could just eat them. Okay, Sully, I don't... Okay, that seems like a I mean, that step escalated. too far direction. We have a lot of supplies with us. It's not... Yeah. There's probably well, creatures left over and... Get away, just worst game. case scenario. Worst case scenario. Okay, you're following Gru? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Gru, roll me a survival check, please. Yeah, I'm right on that. Of course, right away. Hold on just a second. I'm going to look at these stats over here. Negative two survival. Real That's Daniel a three. Grew over here. He's just yeah, I'm rocking. I'm fucking rocking the survival here. I got a three. Oh, look at this. Hey guys, look. You ever hungry? You can just eat this vine. See it here on the ground. Just bob it right in your mouth. Really doesn't taste good, but it's healthy. Oh yeah, it'll give you give you good stuff. Oh god. Is good stuff a different saying for diarrhea? Uh, no, no, it's uh, no, I don't know. Maybe don't know. Uh, you guys will continue to walk following Grew. Uh, for another hour or so before you start to notice that he um, starts starts pointing out things that you don't see. Okay, step step quietly here to the left. Okay, that's that's a tangle vine over there. And that'll do that'll eat your children. Right? So just, just walk on the left side of the path here and you'll be safe. So we stay on the path. Yeah, we're to the left side, right here. See, step where I'm stepping. Yeah. Okay, that on the... Oh, that's a talking stone. You don't want to go near the talking stone, okay? Just the, the skirt over here around it. Yes, I definitely don't see a large stone that needs to be avoided. Gru, how you feeling? I don't know. I'm feeling a little strange, I gotta say. Just a little, little off. You know, sometimes we just feel like... Everything's okay, but not not everything's okay. You know that kind of feeling. Feeling where you ate a, a large amount of a, a mysterious plant in the forest, and and now you are seeing things that aren't there. Yeah, that kind of feeling. Oh yeah, yeah, been there for sure. Yeah, well, you know, we just don't talk to the small people here. Just don't talk to them. All right, I tried. It doesn't get you anywhere good. Grew, you hear movement up in and around the trees as you're going. It's good to know you're with me here, Sully, because I was starting to feel like I was going crazy, but now I know I'm crazy, so I can just ignore the the sounds that I'm hearing right now because they sound big and like they're moving towards us. Do I hear any sounds? Can I make a perception check? Um, yeah, I mean, you you stop and you listen. Um, you you hear just the gentle breeze passing through, but nothing nothing particularly tuned to. Uh, an animal or anything. Yeah, buddy, you know, don't worry. You, everything's yeah. fine. Oh, thanks, Sully. We're going to get you to a doctor. 
I'm not sure oh. why we're still following you, though, though, to be honest. Um, I mean, it's just sort of the, like, the, the roughest outline of a path. We may as well follow it. Yeah, it's like right? a contract, right? You know, it's a contract. I got to get you to Burdesca or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are going to burlesque, right? <laughs> it's not far now, I'm sure. I'm sure. Can I try and heal him since I already have established I'm into that today? This would be sure, weird yeah. if I didn't. What are you trying to Well, so you, with my lay doing? on hands pool, I can um cure a disease or neutralize a poison affecting a creature, which is going to be nothing, but I feel like I should try cuz sure. Glim doesn't know what's going on with him. Mhm. Hey, Go hey, for it. Hey, Gru, and I just like put my hand on his shoulder. How you doing, buddy? You feel like you hey. can, you're ready? You're okay to keep walking? Yeah, yeah. I like this camaraderie. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, does that do anything? Does that neutralize um, a poison or make him better? Yeah, grew when as you're looking around the talking stone and the like, the whipping vine and the swaying trees that look like they're moving closer to you all kind of move back into place and fade away. Ooh. Ah. Yeah. Okay, let's just uh, keep moving, huh? <laughs> let's just keep moving here. Uh, don't talk to that tree. Okay. Okay. So tell me more about this Burdusk burlesque. That sounds fun. Burlesque? Burdusk? Oh, Burdusk. Yeah, no, my dad. My dad took me many times, right? Many times took me to Burdusk. We'd go to Burdusk, <laughs> hang out, eat a sandwich. Really good onion sandwiches in Burdusk. The best onion sandwiches, I always say. The best. Now, is it no just one onion, make. or is there more to it than just the onion? You won't believe me, but it's just onion on a bun. But it's like nothing you've ever had, I say. Nothing. Like nothing. Do you like sauce on it or anything? No, it's got an onion sauce. An onion sauce on onion on a bun. Is it an onion bun? Oh, maybe that's the secret. I never thought to ask. Uh, you've traveled, you're following Gru still for whatever reason. For some reason. <laughs> um, for what seems like a really long time. But based on his direction, you've uh, the path has kind of waned off and you're following him. Um, and after what's probably, I don't know, two or three more hours, it's getting nearer to evening. You make it back to a spot that is very familiar in that it looks like the cave. Whoa, hold on. There's another cave. Can I do a perception check to see if I can see some chewed up vine where he took a big bite out of it? <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, that is a 20. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you look around and exactly where he took a bite near the previous cave is a big chomp out of vine. Um, and the more you look at it, the more you realize that this is the same cave as previous. Well, guys, number one, please nobody eat any of the vine. Okay, I think I can handle that. We've all learned that lesson, Yeah. Number two, this is definitely the clearing we were already at. Yeah, this cave looks really familiar. I never forget a big hole. Oh, I suppose you all, you guys are the leaders now, huh? You're the the scouts, yeah? Okay, go ahead. I mean, Gru, I think you're the one that brought us back here. I don't... Did we walk in circles, or are we magically back here? Does anyone have any idea how this happened? 
Oh, God. At last time I was in the woods, I suddenly ended up in a different place. Gru, make an investigation check. 12. As you're examining the cave, making up excuses and doing all that, you're keenly tuned to uh, certain things, and you notice uh, some footprints. I am? I think so. I think so. For story-wise, you're going to have to be. Okay. I notice <laughs> uh, footprints. You notice uh, some footprints that uh, seem of ver- very familiar size, uh, headed off following the direction that you guys had left the cave from. They look like they've been tried to be covered, um, but you, you make the outline of them. Okay, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think this is the cave I brought back to. You know what? I got a new idea. Let's double time it to the raft. We'll fix and repair the raft, and then we'll take the raft back down to produce. You don't have to walk. I agree. Sully, you were right from the beginning. I'm so sorry. We should just take the raft. Hold on. Let me bask in this, uh, this revelation, because I don't get to hear these words very often. Um... However, what you are suggesting is between now and nightfall that we double back, change the raft into a wagon. No, we we repair the raft as a raft. And then we continue. On the raft. Yeah. And we. To produce. We didn't continue on the raft before because. I thought, you know, a straw would do us good. A constitutional, my dad said. Right? You take a constitutional. It's good for the soul. Oh, oh. Okay. I look, I looked at the others like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and what time is it yeah? now? So it's probably like 5 p.m.? Yeah. But I'm thinking now, let's double time to the raft. Or maybe we could just push the raft into the water, fix it enough, and just we'll camp on the water. Yeah. Camping on the water seems like a risky move on our part. Especially, I mean, we'd get back just in time to fix it, maybe before dark, and then on the river in the dark with the rapids. It doesn't seem safe. Also, why are you so sketchy all of a sudden? Is it because of that thing that's in the cave that you were so scared of? No, not anymore. Uh, Silly, can I I talk to you over here? Just, just, you know, yeah, right by the talking tree. (laughs) Yep. So I feel like feel like we connected back there, right? Like I feel like you get me. Oh yeah, for I, sure. I've been high on so many things. I may have, I may have, you know, done something at the last town where I met you that there may be some, you know, people looking for me, and I'm, you know, maybe we should just, you know, not be here. What'd you do? Well, it doesn't matter, but but right now we just need to not be here. <laughs> It really needs to not be there. What if we could help you solve your problem? If they're just, if they're here for you, they're just going to follow us up the river anyway. Yeah, I'm not sure how they followed us here because we took the raft. It's the only raft. Was it your raft? Um, not exactly. Okay, so you stole someone's raft and now they're after you and they've put us. I repurposed it slightly. And now they're here to exact their revenge. Yeah, maybe. Cool. And they've trapped us in some sort of, like, forest loop? Yeah, it's a magical forest loop. You got it. And do you think we're actually going to be able to get out of this magical forest loop by just going in the opposite direction? 
I didn't think of that, Zoe. This is why I'm glad I talked to you. You got the brains here. You need to help me. Okay. I... And I look back to my group. And I haven't been talking quietly. I don't know how far we are from you. <laughs> right like, five feet away. I think we got it. I think I think we should let them in on it. Because you know what? The three of us, we're, we're a team. We're the three Muscaritos. Wow. Yeah, I've never... I've, never, I've always dreamed of having a team. That'd be amazing. Well, hold on. Like, yeah, let's do it. Okay, guys, come on. Come on. Let's team it up here. The three muscarinos. Yeah, the, the three muscarinos. One, two, three. Yep. Yeah. All right, you guys, we got a little bit of a situation here. Yeah, okay, I, fi- what's up? I figured. What's going on? Uh, well, you probably heard because, um, well, uh, Gru just screams things all the time. He's a little um, yelly. Uh, but he has absolutely completely stolen that raft, uh, refurbished it of some some way, somehow, I don't know. And then um, people are after him, and maybe they've stuck us in some sort of foresty time loop. Oh. Which I feel like is more than we bargained for. Yeah, it's all I took was the raft. That's it. I swear. I mean, you're saying that now. Yeah, what else did you take? <laughs> Makes it seem... Like that's not. Was there the an case. easier way to get to produce the uh, other than the raft? But because you'd stolen the raft, we had to take that. Is that what happened? Did you only take the job to produce to get away from some other shady shit that you had going it's on? It's got to be that one, right, Guys, Sully? It's got to be that one. Yes, Guys, I think they're one. here. I hear them. They're in the trees right now. We should be quiet. I mean, do I hear anything? Glass houses, Rue. <laughs> Um, you listen for a while and you hear, yeah, you, you do hear something in the trees. Yeah. Okay. So it's not completely a nut job. There's something in the trees. Maybe we should wake up to something that's in the cave and they'll fight to something that's in the trees. Yeah. So you, you, I could see why you're the brains of the operation. That's right, Gru. You get in there, you wake up that bugbear, whatever the fuck is in there and it'll take care of the situation for us. I'll Wait, be what? over here. I, I don't know if I should be the one to go in the cave, you know. I just, you don't uh, have to go know. in the cave. Just keep talking the way you're talking, just slightly toward the opening of the cave, and that'll do the trick. Yeah. Oh, right, right. You want me to be loud and wake up the thing in the cave? Okay. Uh, I don't really think it's a matter of want at this point. It's just embracing, like, what is. Just embracing reality and loudness. Just using the natural strengths you have. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, my strength. I could talk it up. I could do this. While you're talking I can, I loudly, do this. maybe you could answer who's after you. What do we have to deal with? Or what does the creature in the cave yeah. have to deal with? However uh, that plays out. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's, it's a couple brothers. You know, nothing. Man. It's a couple brothers maybe might have followed me here. That's all. Your, your I was hoping we'd get out of town fast. Or... Well... They got a funny name, the brothers. You know, it's just a funny name. It's 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 it's, it's hysterical. <laughs> it's a funny name. That's all. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Well, they're uh, just called the Scrap Killer Brothers. You know, it's just a funny name. Uh, the Scrap Killer Brothers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, That's a lot better than the Three Muscaritos, I have to say. Yeah, maybe we should yeah. consider toughening. Toughening up well, the yeah, team name wanna, a little. Well, it depends what kind of like vibe we want to give to people, I guess. So. Yeah. Um, hey, if we take them out, we can be the, the three scaparillas. <laughs> I think we're going to workshop it a little more. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, right, I get that. I get that. I get that. So there's only two of them then? Yeah, well, usually, sometimes, you know, it's a big family. <laughs> well, how many brothers are there? Well, technically there's nine, but they don't always come out all together. You know, you see, you know, I only dealt with like two of them, but, but, you know, it's a, you know, it's a family. All right. Are, are they, is there anything specifically um, very frightening about them? Are they like, like stabby kind of people or like magic well, the word, or they giant yeah. ogres or? Well, the word kill is in their well, name. I just want to point that out. Well, there's so many ways to kill somebody though, Gru. Well, I don't know. Everyone who's crossed them sort of goes missing, you know? <laughs> and you willfully cross them. Well, no, no. Well, it was just a small misunderstanding, you see? Huh. Yeah. You hear a low voice come from the trees, a ways off based on, on what you're hearing, and you hear, Come here, buddy. Okay, I'm going to go in the cave and wake up whatever's in there. I'll be right back. Do it, man. I think this is a fucking awesome idea. Welcome to the middle. Oh, See how I jumped oh, in hey, there that the time? I like it. It's the middle. I like this new Take Charge Amy that we got going on. She's new? No, but taking charge of, well, when yeah, it comes taking to the, charge middle. Of the middle, new, fresh, exciting. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So great. Well, it's just, you know, they just heard my voice all of a sudden off the top. How mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Russ is scared. No, to say now he wants now. to see. Like, I'm just going to yeah. let you run. He wants to see what you're so, going to do. He just wants to see if can. we can do oh, it. He's like, yeah. she doesn't even know what happens in the middle. Listen here, folks. I know what happens in the middle. This is where we talk about all of our wonderful things we have going on. Uh, like first up, Patreon. Our patrons are like the most awesome people in the entire world. And what we like to do with them sometimes is once a month we have a Google uh, hangout. They used to be called Goog Hangs, but now it's just like a hangout time. And what did we do today, Tom? Or yesterday, Tom? We, We played Jackbox games and it was super fun. And with not only between us, but also with our patrons. Yeah, so we played with some of our patrons, and we're going to maybe do it again sometime in the next month because, you know, the world's a bit crazy right now. We could all use some fun and some uh, social interaction apart. That's right. Yes. And also... Socially distant interaction. That's right. Exactly. And Amy, where do people go on Patreon to find our Patreon? Uh where they go on Patreon to find our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about That's Patreon, right. Tom. Uh, they do, they go to patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. <laughs> Russ is yeah, nodding. Russ nodding. So much Russ sex nodding. tonight. Nodding. He's very proud. Um, <laughs> and that's how I earn my time. Uh, no, but our patrons are super funny. They're super great. And we would love you to become one. And uh, if you can't, though, that's cool, too. We have so much awesome stuff going on just like on the regular feed. You know who else has awesome stuff going on? Sean. Sean. This week's guest, yeah. He's so great. great? And I say that as someone who has all the reason in the world to have a grudge against him. (laughs) Yes, that's true. So if you know that Carla said it, you know it's true. he's the best. He's so fun when he comes on our show. And you know what that translates into? His shows are also amazing. That's true. He doesn't and save it just for us. He also puts that yeah, much no, fun and effort into his. It's true. He's on uh, Alba Salix as well as The End of Time and Other Bothers. The End of Time and Other Bothers, yeah. yeah. 
So you should listen to those shows. Oh, and if you're DM not to GM with our very own Russ. And Moore. DM to GM. Russ is pointing Russ is at his pointing dick. Down. I'm not entirely yeah, sure. Oh wow! <laughs> no, he really was pointing at his yeah, penis. I'm I, sorry, but that is what was yeah. happening. Would you like I don't to jump in now? Because I'm say. not entirely sure. He's gone selective he, mutism at this moment because he's so shocked so that we can handle this. Pointing at the shirt that he's wearing. I don't, maybe he's pointing at Discord or oh, all the links will be found below. Oh, oh there we go. I got there. there I'm married to this so man. That makes much more sense than him pointing at his yeah, dick. Yeah, right? So, no, all the information can be found in the links <laughs> below. Uh, no more information about my husband's dick, unfortunately. Nope. Just information about Sean's podcasts. I want to be very and our Patreon specific. Patreon and everything else that we have Absolutely. going on. Absolutely. That was like the lowest pressure middle I've ever had to do. So, thanks, everybody. That no was problem. great. No problem. See, we can do stuff. All right. Like once a year. Yeah, we but can once do a year, the not three charades. of us can do what you normally do. Yeah, if you do. could not charades on the side, super confusing. Two out of three of us thought you were pointing at your dick. I mean, <laughs> kind of also was, but you uh, got there. I you did. got there. Yep. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll get you back to the episode now. That's all. I'm just here to cut everything off and uh, send you back to the show. Okay, yeah, we bye. We've gone on forever. Love you. Bye. 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 <laughs> Uh, you guys, I think we should maybe hide in the trees. I don't know. I think for right now, I mean, I need some more information about these scrap killer brothers and there's nine of them and maybe they're giant ogres or uh, who knows? Yeah, let, let's hide and get some, some, some intel. I like, I think that's a good idea. And we definitely hide and not tell Guru about it. So when he comes out, okay. there's no one there. Uh, the three of you make stealth checks. 25. 16. 17. Okay, you three run off and you hide in the trees. Um, as far as you're concerned, you're hiding very well. Uh, Gru, you bound off into the cave. You push through the vines again, kind of stomp into the, the stream, and you hear um, that low growl coming from the back of the cave again. So Gru's just literally stepping through the vines and immediately going to the side of the cave and just, like, shaking against the wall. Okay. The three of you are standing out there waiting, and you're waiting for a few minutes um, before you hear the voice again. It actually continues on and off throughout this last couple minutes. Groo. Come on, buddy. We don't want to hurt you. And then stepping out into the clearing, coming the way you guys came back, are two hulking human males. Uh, big beefy arms, like arms bigger than any of your necks. Um, they walk out, they're wearing um, like torn, tattered jeans, um, button-up shirts. They have, um, each of them has like two large daggers on either side um, and a machete on the back of the, on their backs. Um and they step out into the clearing and they're kind of looking down at the footprints and they say, Gru, we know you're here, friend. You just have to come out and talk to us. That's all. And they wait a moment. You wait and they look at each other and then they start looking at the footprints. And they see that they go off in several different directions. Um, and one of them starts following towards where Glim had run off 
Doesn't look like they've noticed you, but they're following your footprints. The other one is following footprints that head towards the cave. I would like to ready an action if I notice that this dude uh, gets too close to where Glim is hiding. I am going to shoot him with my short bow. Um, I am also going to ready an action, but my action is just a just a punch, just an unarmed strike. I don't okay. I don't know about this crew. I don't know about these dudes. I can't just be killing people. Uh, Gru, you hear footsteps walking towards the cave. Gru, come out, come out, buddy. Uh, So Gru is putting his hand on his dagger. Okay. But not drawing it. Okay. Uh, The man uh, walking to where was following where Glim went. I'm searching around for a rock or something I can throw towards the back of the cave. Uh, Yeah, you definitely find that. Yep. Do you throw it? Yep. You throw that and you hear like a... And it turns out it's just a pile of puppies in the back. (laughs) Oh, great. Back outside, you see uh, the man walking towards where uh, Glim was and gets within five or ten feet. Sully, you can see Glim hidden behind a... What are you hidden behind? Talking rock. I know. I'm like, well, we're in (laughs) in the woods, so I guess like a tree... (laughs) Okay, perfect. I'll let you pick. Uh, You see Glim huddled behind a tree, fist cocked, ready to go. Uh, But you see him stepping towards her. So if you're going to take a shot, like he's walking towards not stopping. Uh, I would also like to do a little something. All right. Well, she's got ready to action. Then you can do what you want to do. Okay. Um, I'm going to let loose my short bow thingy. Yeah, you gotta roll. I know, uh, but I'm not aiming for him. I'm going to aim for the tree beside his head, because he's coming up to the tree, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, well, so that's the, a 17. the tree I'm hiding behind, or a different yep. tree? The tree you're hiding behind. Okay. It's a 17. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm sure it wouldn't take very much to hit a non-moving... <laughs> Object. A tree that's big uh, so enough for me to hide behind. I'm pretty big. Exactly. Your crossbow bolt flies and sticks into the tree, and the guy looks up and says, Where are you hiding there, Gru? And he's following a line of sight to where you shot the crossbolt. Inside the cave, you hear movement from the back of the cave. As the vines begin to part, you see the big hand of Eugene reaching through the vines. All right, I draw the dagger. What happens when you draw the dagger? Music starts to play. <laughs> what kind of what music? music? Yeah. <laughs> no idea. I'm so horrible at music. Um, <laughs> you stole me. I told you not to steal me. You stole me. You shouldn't gone in the cave and you stole me. Stole me. And I try and stab the hand. <laughs> uh. Roll uh, with advantage because I mean, up until that moment, he didn't know where you were, so I'll give you that. Oh, I rolled two twos back to back. Wow, so that's Amy, a nine. I mean, John, that's, <laughs> that's right. Get your own dice stick, man. Uh, okay, that's this a one's nine. taken. 
Um, as soon as it starts singing, you hear just a loud roar, growlish roar coming from the back of the cave. Um, and you stab for the hand, but go far wide. Um, and then another hand grabs you by the scruff of the neck and yanks you out of the cave and says, That dagger should be singing for me, Gru. Okay! And I shove it into his mouth. <laughs> scruff of the neck. Sure. So you're shoving it into stab him in the face? Yeah. Oh. All right. Roll with advantage. Ooh, that's better. Uh, not natural 20. Okay. Uh, describe to me what it looks like when you stab this man in the mouth. I just blindly close my eyes and shove it at his face. Uh, uh, 12 damage. 12? No, 13 damage. 13? Um, okay. Oh, no. I rolled, I rolled a d6. Sorry. This is very confusing. Okay, uh, eight damage. You <laughs> stab this man square in the mouth as he opens up and says, that was supposed to be my dagger, Gru. And on Gru, it goes into his palate, and he screams as it's now lodged in his mouth, singing out. What's it singing, Amy? <laughs> oh, no, you stabbed him. Oh, you stabbed him in the mouth. I can't believe it. <laughs> No, I didn't! I didn't mean to! The man who was following the cross bolt turns around and says, What's going on here? And he starts to run towards uh, Gru and the other man. I totally stay where I am because I feel like this is none of my business. Uh, you get you get <laughs> dropped, Gru, so you're, he lets you go and he's like trying to pull the dagger back out. Okay. What do you want to do? I don't know! Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. The other guy's running towards them, right? Yep. I'm gonna cast Frostbite in the area that the man is running towards, so basically right in front of him. Okay. And as I cast this spell, which I'm pretty sure I do have to roll for, I think it's a. Oh no, he'll have to do a, a save. It's it's a thing that happens automatically. Okay. I'm, um. Yep. As I, I I reach my hand out and go to cast this spell. But instead of Frostbite, all of a sudden, uh, I have cast Create Bonfire, even though I don't know the name of that spell, but I've created a bonfire on the ground directly in front of where this man is running. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Dex saving throw at disadvantage, uh, and he rolls a, a 10. All right, that is uh, not good enough. So he stumbles forward as he's running towards Gru and falls face first into the open flame, and now he's screaming as his clothes alight, um, and the man pulls the dagger and blood begins spurting out. So graphic. And the dagger sings, I wanted to break free, and then I got free. Gru, take me with you so we can have much more fun like this. Gru starts vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, so you have a man on fire. He's like trying to push himself up and out. There's a man bleeding profusely out of his mouth. He's gagging and grasping for air. The three of you are hiding behind trees or rocks or something. What do you do? Gru has doubled over vomiting. And Gru's vomiting. Moot just stares at his hand like, that's not what was supposed to happen. So he's in a little bit of shock right now. 
I mean, I was sort of hanging back because it just seems like some criminal on criminal violence, and I'm not sure how yeah. invested I am with those and stopping. That. Yeah, same here. I just wanted him away from Glim. Did it. And now people are on fire and now he's been stabbed. So I think that now I'll come out into the clearing. Yeah, maybe me too. Just kind of like walk up and look. What's what's going on? It's a fucked up situation. Moot, nice work with the getting us ready for camp with the fire. The man in the fire begins screaming, I guess I'll go pull him out of the fire. <laughs> I mean, I'm immune to it, so it's not going to hurt me. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, the you, least I you could pull, do, I guess. You pull him out. His his clothes are completely like burned off of him. And he's lying there, and he looks over to Gru, and he says, "There's more coming, Gru," and he passes out. Oh God. Uh. Okay, so from what I've been watching on the sidelines, this is like a fucking soap opera. You stole his singing knife. It wasn't really his, you know? So how many things have you stolen? Get a hold of yourself, man. You got a little little vomit there. Oh, sorry. Thanks. See, it wasn't his. He was going to steal it. And then I, I just, it sang to me. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. So I took it and I ran away. But they were going to steal it from the goblins that just wanted their jam. They murdered so many of them. Well, I can't see. I'm, I'm, I'm awfully sad about that those fucking turned gobbles took all our monies. They did take all our money. After we made that huge investment in their economic development. Yeah, it's really... Th- that's what hurt it's the most. It's just a massacre of goblins and jam, and, and I just took the dagger and ran. So you've been on the run ever since? Yeah. And then I ran into you, and you you know, you were all looking for a guide, and I I said, well, I can help you, but really, I was just desperate. I needed, I needed to get out of town. You see, every time I took the knife out of its scabbard, it started doing what it's doing right now, singing. We killed them so good. See? Well, maybe you could put that back in the scabbard. Yeah. And then maybe you could okay. just, like, leave it on one of their bodies. And well, they're both still alive, I think, right? Y- you yeah. hear, and you then hear. we could just whistle and walk away. Like, <laughs> and at this moment, you realize Sully couldn't whistle. You hear, like, a, a gargle coming from the man who was stabbed in the throat. Like, just his, like, last breath. like, <clears throat> And he stops moving. But I feel like now he can't really use it, you know? Well, yeah, but the burnt-up guy is probably going to be fine. Yeah, you're right. I'll just leave it with him. I'll just I'll just go tuck it here in his shirt. Yeah, and they definitely won't come after you for killing this other guy in, in the throat with the knife. Oh, God, you're right. What am I thinking? Oh, God. <sighs> well, it's a good time as any to make camp, I guess. Moot, you got that fire bodies? going already. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Should we be concerned about what's in the what's in that cave over there? At that moment, a giant bugbear bursts from the vines. I fucking knew it. And charges towards 
Please, Sully. we don't know who who's standing where. I'm just placing you in my mind. Charges towards <laughs> Sully. Place me right in front of the bugbears. What you Gru doing? shoves Sully out of the way. Sully, look out! Uh, the grug, the the grug bear. <laughs> the bugbear comes flying. It's one of those nasty with, grub bears that eats grubs. With two claws, <laughs> one of them goes wide. The other one catches Gru straight across the chest as he pushes Sully out of the way. Gru, you're gonna take. Seven points of slashing damage. I'm gonna take half of that because I'm Candy Dodge. Because I totally thought about this in advance when I did something that looked like it might have been selfless. Oh shit! The bugbear is now in the center of you, and he's he's just kind of standing, waiting, looking, seeing what's going on, smelling the blood that's in the air, the burnt, charred corpse. I'm gonna disengage and slowly back away, going, "Look at all this fresh meat here, Mister Grub Bear." Uh, roll persuasion. Fifteen plus nine. Whoa. Whoa. No wonder he took him as a guide. He's very persuasive. Yeah, very persuasive. Uh, It looks to you, and then it looks down at the the bodies there and starts moving. Yum, yum, yum. Starts moving slowly towards the charred... Unconscious man. I'm gonna move away from him because I did just pull him yeah, out of the fire. Let's all just move gonna away. back up slowly, but I'm gonna raise my arm so I look really big. Uh, I'm gonna Homer Simpson into the shrub, just like just vanish slowly. Um, you see, as you all kind of back away and disperse this from the scene, the bugbear be like senses that the guy is still alive and takes one swipe across its throat, and then starts dragging the bodies back into its cave. With the knife still the knife on the body. still tucked into his shirt? Well, I may have forgotten to actually tuck it in the shirt. I was gonna, you know? I was really meaning to do it. But, you know, there's a lot happening at the time. It falls off, just bumps off right at the mouth of the cave. Does it start Jones? singing? Is that pulling it out of its scabbard? Did, did you did you sheath it when you put it back? I never put it in his oh. shirt. <laughs> Don't leave me now. How could I? Gru, come back. Don't leave me now. I'm here for you, darling. I got you. I got you. Gru, you run over. Make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 14 plus 6. 20. Uh, you run to the dagger as it's singing towards you, and you pick it up. And narrowly miss a giant claw that comes out and tries to pull you into the cave as you back up. Well, Abby, talk about disrespect. Gave you two bodies. Not one, but two bodies. Two bodies. Two bodies. Two bodies. Anybody got a sheath for this thing? Because it won't stop singing. What happened in the one you had? Is it the one still on your body? Did you like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good, good idea. All right, I'll sheath it. Okay. Well, I, I maybe we go back to uh, the river and, and we just we all just kind of go our separate ways and, and never talk about the situation again. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah. The four of you walk back to the river where the ship was. Was? Mm, was. And see... I it. may have tethered the lines and... And and put a hole in it so it would sink so no one could use it because I was afraid I was going to be followed, you see. The ship now sits at the bottom of the river with a flag sticking up out of it that is 
singed and on fire. But I didn't light it on fire. That wasn't me. The intro and extra music Long Road Ahead is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music, sound effects, and ambience can be found at epidemicsound.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Christian Brown, Creighton's Raven, Devin Michaels, Gabriel Lynch, Jacob Madden, Joshua Dixon, Cat Waterflame, and Stevie. To become a patron, visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where you get exclusive content, including an entire exclusive campaign, Dungeons Downtime episodes, early access to our new show Facing Fate, as well as a whole slew of other amazing bonus exclusive content. Visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast to check it out today. Yeah, this cave looks really familiar. I never forget a big hole. (laughs) I could have kept it together if I hadn't looked at Carla. (laughs) Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Meet Pia Casely, a journalist with a nose for a good story. Do you know who the last person to interview Julie Capsom was? Me. Meet Brenda Bentley, a dogged detective with a case she can't let go. Nobody came closer than I did, and that's why I was kicked off the force. Together, they solve the cold cases no one else can. That's when things got weird. And we haven't even gotten to the torso yet. If they don't kill each other first, that is. Well, you've got another thing coming. You know, I think it's you've got another thing coming. Or perhaps there's something else between them. Well, if the feeling's mutual, call it a mutual feeling. Arden, a podcast about crime, romance, and everything else. Season 1 and 2 now available. Brought to you by Wayface Industries. The good people.